Welcome show for our series, Continuing the Journey with Dr. Rob. In this series, Dr. Rob will share his expertise as a clinical and forensic psychologist by providing tools and new perspectives to overcome obstacles and achieve your goals. Hi, Dr. Rob. Hi, Michelle. How are you? How are you? Good, good, good. Looking forward to today. Yeah, me too, for sure. I'm always, always happy to, to do a series with you. Oh, yes. So, <laughs> so today, uh, what I wanted to talk about uh, is, I think, a really great question. It's how to make the best decisions. I mean, like for the really important decisions, not like, you know, where to go for dinner, like the really big stuff. That's so great. can you give me your thoughts on that? Sure, absolutely. So glad you asked. Um, so, so I kind of have broken down making decisions and there's like, there's basically four different ways to make decisions. Okay. Uh, it, you know, when we're talking about, you know, the big stuff, as you say, so, uh, so the four that I come up with that I, are, that I like are begin with the end in mind. The 80% rule, let the chips fall where they may, and of course, everyone's favorite, go with your gut. Right. So, let me, let me, uh, let me start off, you know, saying this before, wh whichever one we go, we, uh, whichever one you kind of decide based on the situation you're in, the thing that you have to remember is no, no decision in life is 100% foolproof. So we need to go, any decision you make, you need to kind of go in that with that perspective is there's always the possibility it ain't going to work. Okay. And, and, and so you kind of have to uh, emotionally wrap your arms around that, that there is a possibility that you can uh, plan and factor in every variable you can. And even with that, it still may not work. So you got you got to first wrap your arms around that. Okay. okay. So, so with, with that being said, uh, one of the things that I like that I sometimes think about is uh, is that you you make a decision with the end in mind. Remember when you were in school and you know maybe you're doing math and remember the teacher used to say, "Hey, work backwards." to try to figure out the, the answer. Oh, um, yes, I did. Yes. All right. So that's kind of like begin with the end in mind. Work backwards. So think about where you, where you want to be, wh whether it be with your business, your career, whatever the case may be. And you work backwards, you, and you try to figure out, where do, what do I need to do in order to get to that goal? So, so you have to think about, uh, what are, wh where's your goal, uh, for your business or your, or yourself? And what are the steps that you need to take to get there? So, uh, so there, so this will help. This will, the, one of the big things about this one is it helps prevent distractors. Um, okay. From, from happening. So, because when you have distract, because a lot of times you'll see something, and it, and it's it's the it's the shiny you see the shiny toy in in, in the toy box and it's like yeah, right. that looks great and it probably is great 
but it's not <laughs> part of your end in mind. Right. So it's it's like, hey, this is the shiny tool in the box. Uh, the shiny toy <laughs> in the box. So, but but is it going to help you get where you need to be? If you're starting a business uh, and you want to focus on, you know, you, you have a business, uh, let's say you have a coaching business and you want to work with a certain kind of clientele. Well, you have to find ways to go with that clientele as opposed, but but the distractor comes in, let's say you're like, ooh, there's this new clientele that, that fell into my lap. Well, you have to decide, is that part of, is that part of your end in mind? So that's gotcha. one way in certain situations, and these are all situation specific <coughs> that you can do things. Um, then there's what, what I call the 80% rule. Okay. And I kind of okay. like, I kind of like the 80% rule um, because a lot of times people are, people uh, get per, uh, paralysis by overanalysis. They, analyze, oh. they think, they analyze, they think they're trying to factor in every last variable they can. And they end up basically doing nothing because they haven't, they haven't ever achieved a hundred percent. And what did I say at the beginning? You're not going to achieve that. Right. Um, so I like I like going with the 80% rule. The 80% rule essentially means are you 80% sure that this is a good idea? Okay. Are you 80% sure? Now, and sometimes I I've even seen situations where some where uh where where people actually really turn it into a ma- a real true mathematical equation like they had Let's say they, there was a group of, they, they did a lesson for five people. And, and uh, what ended up happening was it, it worked for four. It did not work for one. And they say, yep, it was good. 80% of the people, it worked for 80% of the people. There, 80% rule. Everything worked. It's fine. Huh. Okay. So, so I've even seen it broken down like that. And the thing about the 80% rule uh, the military often uses that. I mean, the, the military will decide if they want to kill someone based on the fact they, that they have 80% of what they need to know. Oh my goodness. Okay. And so, and so because they can't, because they can't be uh, paralyzed by over analysis. Gotcha. So, so you have to say, well, I'm 80% sure that I think this is a good decision. And then, and then they have to, and then they have to go with it. Um, if 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 they feel about eighty percent sure, so sometimes it's sort of like this internal barometer that you have, and then other times, you know, you can even possibly to, uh, break it down to a mathematical formula. Okay. So then. Okay. <laughs> so then, sorry, I got a little cough. So then the All other right. one is let the chips fall where they may. Okay. What, what, the way I, I characterize let the chips fall where they may, it's sort of like the 80% rule. In the, it, uh, I mean, in all of these, if you make the Venn diagram, you know, there is some overlap. But uh, what I like about chip, where let the chips fall where they may is that there's kind of this moral component to it. Um, so, 
so let's say you're in sales, you know, you're selling widgets and you're in a, you're in a situation where you're trying to sell, you're trying to do the best job that you can. And the reality is, you know, this, <laughs> you can't sell to every customer, not every right. customer wants your product at that particular time. Um, sometimes they may not even want your product to begin with. Um, yes. you go to a competitor or whatever the case may be. But if you kind of let, but if you take the, let the chips fall where they may, you basically say, listen, I'm going to treat my customer with respect. I'm going to, uh, you know, help them the best I can. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to be cordial. I'm going to be friendly. I'm going to do all the, the good, the, the, the good salesy human relations things. And then if they buy my product, great. If they don't, let the chips fall where they may. So okay. you are doing everything you can that, you know, to, to make your product, uh, to, to sell your product or, or make a decision on how, uh, what's the best thing? Well, I'm going to do the best I can. I'm going to put in all these various things to make this the best I can. But I do realize that this may not work. So in that case, uh, I'm just going to do the best I can and let the chips fall where they may. Um, then, so then, then there's everyone's favorite and everyone supposedly is good at this. They go with their gut. Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, let, let, let me talk about that one for a few minutes. Okay. So when you go with your gut, there, there's the whole notion of, well, I'm really, you know, as, as they, as they said in, uh, Jeffrey Ma wrote a book. Uh, he was, he was part of the, the MIT blackjack, uh, group. He wrote a book and he talked about in his book, the, a sort of a swashbuckler mentality. Okay. This is okay. not what I mean by a swashbuckler mentality, which is where you just like, well, I'm just going to go with what my gut says. And, <laughs> okay. and just kind of like, you know, really not put any thought into it. We, I, okay. we don't want that. But now you can go with your gut like, hey, uh, do I want to go for McDonald's or Burger King today? I, fine. Just just go with your fat gut. I mean, I don't care. Uh, but, right. <laughs> but, what, but for instance, what I mean by going with your gut is – is that sometimes, uh, and, and I want to make the differentiation between going with your gut and being impulsive, okay? There's sometimes that, let's say someone is practicing uh, one of these other strategies that I talked about, the 80% rule or, uh, uh, shoot, what was, the, what was the, the first one? I begin with the end the, in mind? The begin, in, the begin with the end in mind. Right, so, okay. So, so they do that, but then... But then they impulsively, you know, switch. Well, that's not what that means. What that means is, hey, you know what? I'm I'm beginning with the end in mind, but there's something that 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 there's something that's not feeling right, and maybe you just okay. can't put, and maybe you just can't put your finger on it. And okay. so, uh, and so you're like, you know what? Uh, maybe maybe that end is really not the end that I was looking for. Or maybe there, there is a problem and I just can't put my finger on it. 
and so right. uh, and so there there's a little bit more thought you know to uh, to it than just simply well my gut says this you know that gut could be just bad gas at that moment so <laughs> so it's so it's important to just say you know there's just something that just is not right right now okay. and i can't quite figure it out what it is so so when you, you and so when you go with your gut you know be, be a little bit educated at least at least think about it before you quote unquote just go with your gut um and and, and really decide he, you know what is, is is my is my gut telling me is my gut really seeing something or or is there a variable that i'm not factoring in maybe i can't really put my finger on it but yeah, there's something that right or hey there's something despite the fact what all the the numbers say and um if, if you've ever read the, the 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 michael lewis book moneyball you know what i know all the numbers say this right but, yeah, i don't know so that that's kind of what i'm talking about there okay so it can so your gut can tell you whether there's something negative or positive too. It's not always a negative feeling. There can be a positive feeling you're saying where you say, you know what, I'm still gonna do this thing even though, you know, for an example, that the the facts might say this. I, I have a feeling about it in another way. Is that what you're saying? It, that that's what I'm saying. Like like uh like I brought up uh I brought up the, the Michael Lewis book Moneyball. And so that is a very that the purpose of that is you know they're 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 trying to make uh, baseball uh, very analytically driven, very data driven, and not as much I go with my gut driven. But okay, uh, but there's a uh, someone who I listen to, and uh, and he what he talks about he he likes analytics, but he also talks about what he calls manalytics. So okay. So essentially, so for instance, particularly, you know, the World Series just ended yesterday. Um, you know, in, in, in a World Series game, sometimes you go, you know, even though the data says one thing, you might say, you know what, I got this picture. And you know what, I know analytics say one thing, but I don't care. He's the best picture I got. And I'm going right. to ride that horse. So, right. And because this is game seven, analytics <laughs> are sometimes done, you know, in right. in June, you know, in uh, in in St. Louis when eh, you know if you win it you lose it, eh. but sometimes you just you know you got a situation where you know what I I'm I'm gonna ride this feeling because I'm in a unique circumstance right now. Or gotcha, like gotcha. Makes sense. Well, I agree. I do. You did mention earlier that that these all sort of, you know, lend to an overlap here. And I, and I could see where that that is true. So um, just to sort of recap. So you would say that the first the first uh, option you gave was begin with the end in mind. And then your second one was the 80 percent rule. So the second one is actually your favorite one, you would say. Well, I, I, I didn't I didn't put it in, in any kind of particular order. Oh, okay. Th these are these are all these are all different strategies based right. on whatever situation that you're dealing okay. with. Um, so okay. So, like, begin, begin in the end in mind. Let's say you want to be a neurosurgeon or something right. like that. That would be a really good one because, like, hey, I want to be a neurosurgeon. Okay, what do I right. have to do to become a neurosurgeon? All right. So I got to take these classes and I got to do this 
and I got to get a residency, and I got to do this, and I got to do that. So, so, uh, so some of these are maybe for more of a long term. Some of them might be more of a of a, of a short term. So, uh, but so these are just some strategy, some different strategies to use depending on what the circumstance dictates. Gotcha. Gotcha. That makes sense. Makes sense. Great. Wow. So those are four great strategies. So the first one again is, or one of them is begin with the end in mind. And that one really um, helps you to stay focused, right? Right. And, uh, and actually, well, let me, let me, let me just talk one little thing about beginning end in mind. I got to give sure. do. So that, that actually, that actual theory uh, is from a, uh, uh, Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. He talks a lot about beginning with the end in mind. Okay, great. Um, and then there's the 80% rule. Uh, then there's let the chips fall where they may. And lastly, go with your gut, right? There you go. Awesome. Dr. Rob, always a pleasure to, to hear your insights and to get your amazing tips. Can you please uh, tell us where our listeners can find you, your website address again? Absolutely. It's, uh, it's drrobpsychevals.com, drrobpsychevals.com. Awesome. <clears throat> and they can also tune in every Tuesday morning for more of Continuing the Journey with Dr. Rob. Uh, as, as always, a pleasure to, to, uh, to speak with you, Dr. Rob. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Great. So uh, please subscribe to Michelle Nasser's show. And remember, success happens when you make it happen. Wishing you great success. <laughs>